Welcome to the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist, and pre- and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your health care. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, hey, mamas, welcome back. Today I have a little more of a tactical, tangible episode for you. Um, We are talking about returning to fitness safely postpartum and talking about a three-step approach, three-step plan that I use with all of my clients that I do myself postpartum to get back to exercise safely and confidently and making sure that We're supporting both the healing process and also the re-strengthening process and just like easing back in at a really supportive pace because something that I see commonly is either moms getting eager and jumping back into like intense exercise right after they're cleared by their doctor or just like avoiding exercise and avoiding fitness for a very long time because they're swept away with motherhood, right? Like they are, you know, overwhelmed and going through that experience, which is totally valid and they don't have the roadmap to do it safely and confidently. So today I'm going to give you the three steps that I use with, again, myself, my clients to get the body recovered and healed and just ultimately provide a really supportive structure and framework for how to re-strengthen your body postpartum. So number one, first step is core and pelvic floor recovery. So this is something that can be started from week zero, (laughs) day one in the hospital even. Um, This phase is the foundation that will set you up for success in both functional daily movements of postpartum, as well as getting back to exercise when you're cleared. And what does this look like? So we can hear core and pelvic floor recovery and be like, what is that? Is that Kegels? And honestly, it's a lot of breathing. And this is something that I didn't realize at first that was going to be so, so important. But pairing your breath work up with your core and your pelvic floor and getting your core working as a unit again, especially after being stretched out and your pelvic floor being burdened throughout your entire pregnancy. And yes, this goes for C-section mamas as well. We need this um, for core and pelvic floor, like even if you didn't have a vaginal delivery. So important for any type. So lots of breathing, um, lots of gentle like work in the seated position, Um, And then we gradually progress to movements on your back and then quadruped position without getting super specific. But in this phase, like we are really, really focusing on intentional and gentle breath paired with movements to restore your core and pelvic floor after pregnancy and birth. So I'll be honest here, this is not like the most fun phase to be in. It's actually really humbling though, how challenging some of these breathing exercises can be when 
your, you know, your core and pelvic floor really need the work again. You know, it can be really humbling to be in that place. And also a lot of it is just really slow, intentional, connective movement and breath work. And it can just be boring. I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, and that's why I think a lot of people tend to skip it. They either don't know how to do it or just get bored with it. So I can't stress enough the importance of going through some sort of core and pelvic floor recovery protocol, whether that's with pelvic floor physical therapy, or I even have a six-week core recovery program that you could sign up for. I'll link to that in the show notes um, to really guide you through. But people tend to skip this phase. And can I blame them? No, but I highly suggest definitely going through this before you get back to fitness postpartum. Or if you've already gotten back to fitness postpartum, then doing some sort of core and pelvic floor recovery protocol along with the exercise that you're doing to get back into it. This is really going to be like the key step to creating a strong core foundation, a strong pelvic floor foundation so that we can avoid things like leaking and start to heal any abdominal separation, diastasis recti, anything that might be happening with your core and pelvic floor. And sometimes the symptoms don't show right away, you guys. Like sometimes it takes a little while to manifest or it takes like you injuring yourself and getting back to um, exercise too quickly or doing something that's not going to serve you too quickly. And if you don't have this base of core and pelvic floor, then it can be detrimental and set you back. So I don't want that for any of you. Definitely look into how you can get some core and pelvic floor work into those early weeks postpartum. And if you are listening to this and you are months postpartum, I still recommend that you do it because it is just that important. Like it's never too late to do it. So again, if you're looking for a straightforward program, I'll drop the link in the show notes. You can check out the six-week program that I offer and it's C-section and vaginal delivery safe. I had a C-section, so um, it was you know, something that I've taken myself through and then I've had many mamas of many delivery types go through as well. All right, that is step one, core and pelvic floor recovery. That goes from, again, week zero to honestly ongoing. (laughs) Like I would say the initial, like not hardcore phase of that, but like the initial work with that you want to be doing for at least six to eight weeks and then finding some way to maintain, whether you're picking like a couple of exercises and weaving them into your like warm-ups and cool-downs of your regular workouts, like we still want to maintain that core and pelvic floor work over time. All right, moving on for real this time, step two is going to be build a foundation of strength. So this can happen once you're cleared by your doctor to exercise, and I say cleared, quote-unquote, because this is just kind of a generic, like, clearance, in my opinion. Um... There's rarely any pelvic floor check. There's rarely a diastasis recti check at these postpartum appointments. And typically we're, we're cleared within six to eight weeks of having a baby. And that does not mean it's the green light to just go back to things that you were doing pre-pregnancy. But we really want to be working on building that foundation of strength first. So the goal here 
It's to really create more stability in your body again and keep improving that core strength that you were working on in that core and pelvic floor recovery phase. So what this could look like is starting with fundamental strength movements. This could be body weight. You could use light weights at first. Squats, hinges, pushes, like a shoulder press, pulls, rows, things like that. Just really fundamental, basic exercises. Nothing fancy. Again, it can be body weight. You can progress to weights. Um, but I would really just put the focus here on fundamentals and movements and also movements that are going to help you in daily life postpartum. So there's a lot of bending over when you're taking care of a newborn. There's a lot of bending over, whether it's reaching in the crib or giving a bath or changing a diaper, you know, transitioning from the floor to standing position. So things like that we really want to be thinking about. Um, how we can support our body in those daily movements with movements in our workout as well. So another key here is that when we're initially cleared, it's really important to treat ourselves, treat our bodies as we would have in the third trimester. So think back to like your third trimester workouts. If you were working out in pregnancy, you know, we don't want to be doing any advanced core work yet at this point no planks, no jumping and running. Like we really just want to keep it super supportive, low impact, build that base of strength for at least eight to 10 weeks and start to feel confident in those movement patterns. Again, start to feel strong in your body. Again, build up that muscle and you will feel so much better when you go to add intensity in the next phase. So that is step two is build that foundation of strength Once you're cleared around week six or eight, and then continue that on for at least eight to 10 weeks before going to step three. So step three is going to be adding impact and intensity. So once you've been in that sort of strength building phase for at least eight to 10 weeks and are feeling strong again, and you know, starting to feel more comfortable in your body again, and comfortable with daily movements, things like that, then it is okay to start adding that impact and intensity. And this is the phase where you can start to increase weights a little bit um, and also test the waters with jumping and higher impact work as long as you don't have any outstanding pelvic floor symptoms like leaking, heaviness, pressure, pain, things like that. We want to definitely not be doing anything that's going to upset those areas, which is why it's super important to have a supportive base of strength and core and pelvic floor first before we add back in jumping or added like weight intensity, things like that. So when we do this, when we get into this phase, we want to be doing it in a way that's very slow, very gradual, very progressive. So let's say you were just doing mostly body weight movements, maybe light weights in that strength building phase, that initial like getting back to workout phase and you're wanting to add more weight. So we're going to just increase them slowly. Like let's say adding two and a half to five pounds max to some of your exercises to see how it feels. And then in terms of like adding impact and jumping, like this doesn't mean like, hey, I've gone through eight to 10 weeks of just pure strength building and I'm going to go out for a three mile run now. Yikes. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Like some people will be okay with that. That's not the route that I would choose for you. Um, I actually have a, a postpartum client right now who is wanting to really get back to running. She loves running 
And we've been really working on building her foundation, going through these three steps, building her foundation of core and pelvic floor, building her foundation of strength, making sure that her body is ready for that impact again. Because if it's not, again, we could bring on a whole array of pelvic floor issues. It could bring on joint pain, like hip pain, knee pain, things like that. So really making sure that the muscles are supporting the joints like we're having really strong muscles to support those joints that are going to absorb so much more impact or not so much more impact but going to absorb that impact when you get back to running or jumping so anyways think of your what i want to you to picture here is to think of your body when it comes to like running and jumping and impact stuff think of your body like the suspension of a car Like the suspension system is like the shock absorbers and that's like your pelvic floor and your joints. So each time you jump or each time you land, your joints and your pelvic floor are absorbing that much more impact. So for all my clients that are thinking about and wanting to get back into running or jumping or impact work, I recommend playing with tempo a little bit at first. This can be a really good way to test the waters. So for example, for a couple weeks straight, we might, um, for their squats, for example, we might play with tempo, meaning they're going to drop down into that squat quick and then come up slowly. So playing with that tempo, playing with that speed, and then what we might progress to is dropping down into the squat slow and then pushing up to back to that standing position really fast. Playing with that tempo can really help you feel and see how your body responds to that that quicker movement before adding the impact in. So that's one good way to do it. And then also when you do think about getting back to, let's say running specifically, something I'm doing with this postpartum client is getting her back into it with just running and walking intervals, just really short bursts of a light jog for 30 seconds. And then we're going to walk for like 90 seconds to two minutes. And this is just how we're going to do it for a couple of weeks, um, just to see how the body is responding to those movements. And when I say how the body is responding, you really want to assess like your pelvic floor. First and foremost, do you have leaking Do you have pain? Do you have like heaviness between your legs or pressure or like feel like there's a bowling ball between your legs or anything like that during or after that high impact activity? So that's something to look for. And then also joint pain. Like, are you feeling back pain, knee pain, hip pain, ankle pain, anything like that? Again, during or after that type of workout. So definitely something to check in on and it's definitely like a loaded topic that can be very specific in terms of getting back to exercise postpartum so increase that frequency over time like if your body is responding well certainly like you can take those run walk intervals and increase the length of time you're running decrease the length of time that you're walking and sort of play with that and gradually build back to a place that you feel strong and comfortable All right, so as a quick recap, we first have core and pelvic floor recovery, which can start as soon as week zero and be ongoing. (laughs) Postpartum is forever. Step two is build that foundation of strength, which can start when you are cleared by your doctor, and then I would continue that for at least 
eight to 10 weeks and obviously continue it past that, but eight to 10 weeks before going to step three, which is adding impact and adding intensity and adding weight and kind of like ramping things up a little bit, of course, if your body is responding well. So those are the three steps. And if you are postpartum and you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds great, but like, I just really want a straightforward guide. I want the support and really want to make sure that I'm doing things safely along the way and in the right order that is best for my body and best for my lifestyle. Then I want to encourage you to apply for one-on-one coaching with me. I will be on maternity leave when this comes out, but I do have a waitlist application that you can fill out that way later this year around November, December timeframe. I will be in touch with you to discuss next steps and we can come up with a start date sometime early in the new year to get you started on your postpartum fitness plan. So if you know that you are having a baby later this year or you are postpartum now and you're wanting support around that time, highly recommend heading to the link in the show notes, filling out that application, and then we can just open up the conversation about what it would look like to work together. So all right, mamas, thank you so much for tuning in today and I will chat with you next week. And that's a wrap, Mama. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together. Until next time, keep moving.